of all nations there has been a conspiracy conspiracy and to understand its purpose its intent against the Lord the Bible tells us that the earth is the Lord's the world and the fullness thereof make no doubt about that all there is belongs to God. All there is is a byproduct of God's intent. We exist because of Him. But there is a group of men, ethnos, nations that desire to severe, to cut off the hold that God has over the nations because they know he has hold over them. He is God. 
He is God. So the war that has been ensued since time began, since the fall of man, has been to dethrone God in the earth, in the nations. Now, men are only conduits, vessels, or transitors of spiritual reality. These nations themselves or by themselves cannot undertake or begin to undertake this feat only through the agency or the aid of invisible forces. So sad because they themselves are deceived. In this world, you can never be neutral. Your life is either under the governorship of God or the governorship of the evil one. So we see this conspiracy against the Lord. Listen, why do the nations rage? Why do they rage? Why do the nations rage? In other words, why is there so much conflict, conflict, so much tumult, so much commotion in the nations? So much instabilities in the nations. Just why do the nations rage? And the people, Hagar, meditate vain things. The kings of the earth set themselves. The rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Say, let us break their bonds in pieces. The, the bonds there is, is, is the Hebrew word restrainments that which restrains. So these rulers, these kings are saying, let us break their restrainment from us. Because they recognize that there is something restraining them from accomplishing the objectives. There's something that has been restraining them from establishing their purposes and plans. So they say, let us, let us break their bonds. From that now, man cannot begin to imagine such things except those thoughts are sponsored. So he says, and cast away their cords from us. So they are not denying that God has a hold over them, but they are saying, since we are great in number, <coughs> maybe we can break ourselves from him. Then he says, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. 
Then he says, the Lord shall hold them. He shall mock them. Listen to his response. Then he shall speak in his wrath and distress them in deep displeasure. Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree of the Lord. The Lord has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Now, listen to verse 10. Now, therefore, be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled, but a little. But all those who put their trust in him, look at that. Look at that. He's, 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 Number one, he's telling them the futility of their plan. And number two, he's advising them. He's advising them. He's telling them, hey, serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Because what you're trying to do is futile. You can't go against God and win. So why is he telling them, who serve the Lord with fear to bow down and kiss his feet is because of something. He's, te he's telling them that, he's actually showing them that this agenda, this plan, this purpose that you have determined to accomplish really doesn't come from you. So in this world, we must pick sides. Have to pick sides. You have to pick sides. You've got to pick sides. If you are on the Lord's side or you are on the evil one's side, you cannot be in the middle. You've got to pick sides. If you go with the Lord, you must be able to or accept the consequences that come with picking the Lord. Jesus said, they hated me without a cause. So I did nothing to them. They hated me. He says, they will hate you too. He says, if, he says, you are not of the world, that's why the world hates you. If you were of the world, they would love you. The Lord. The Lord. He said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. The gates of hell shall not prevail. He says, I will build it. I will build it. Jesus, I will build it. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. You know, I always thought and wonder, what would the gates of hell mean? Until I read Jonah, until I read Jonah, then I got to understand what the gates of hell really were and what Jesus was really saying. Jonah 2, 
Ah, thank you, Jesus. after Jonah was cast into the fish, right? Because he had disobeyed the law. You there? Verse 2. I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Shuel I cried, and you heard my voice. For you cast me deep into the heart of the seas. And floods surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out from your sight, yet I will look again to your temple. Now listen to verse 5. The water surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed up around me. Weeds were wrapped around I went down to the moorings of the mountains. The earth Closed its bars, its gates behind me forever. Yet you have brought my life out of the pit. Now ask yourself, where, where was Jonah? Where was Jonah really taken? In those three days, three nights, where was he really taken? Because he's talking about a place that is not actually in the belly of. He says, the gates, the bars of the earth closed behind me forever. He was imprisoned. Deep in the moorings. The mooring means the bottom. In the moorings of the earth. What is he saying? What is he telling us? That God took Jonah to hell. And Jesus qualified this statement when he said, this is the sign that I shall give you, even the sign of Jonah. That just as Jonah was where? In the belly of the fish for three nights and three days, so shall the Son of Man be what? In the heart of the earth. And Jonah said, I was there. God took him there. Why? He disobeyed God. Jonah gives us insight into the consequences of disobedience. So Jesus comes years later and says, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Shall not prevail. So there are literal gates. He says they shall not prevail against the church. So our own is to, to pledge our fealty, our loyalty, our allegiance to the Lord unto death. Unto death. Unto death. Because 
your life ceases or ceases to belong to yourself after you receive the Lord. Ceased forever. So your life should be lived unto the Lord. Maybe you don't know this. 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5. <clears throat> Just spend some time in prayer. Chapter 5, there, 2 Corinthians, verse 15. Verse 14 says, For the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus. If one died for all, then all, and he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves but live for him who died for them and rose again. See that? <coughs> See that? To live for the Lord. To live for him. To spend your life on the Lord. In living for him. In doing his will. Fulfilling his purposes, his plans. Die because he died. Remember that. Remember that. That when you accepted the Lord, you you did not accept a church membership. You did not pledge to be loyal to a church. Your loyalties are with the Lord. And they should be with the Lord. So I want us to spend some time in prayer. Alright? To ask the Lord to help us discern the signs of the times to help us discern the hour in which we are living and to also strengthen us for the days ahead strengthen us for the days ahead because the days ahead are much more darker than the hour So we want to stir up the abilities, the presence of the Spirit in our lives. And so we want to pray and ask the Lord to help us. Ask the Lord to help us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Make no mistake. You know, men, men are in the middle of a fight that has already been going on for years. So we are forced to pick sides. Because whether we like it or not, this battle will go on for years. Will go on forever until Jesus comes back. Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Our fight is not with men. Our fight is with the evil forces that control them, that rule them, that govern over them. So we we must have the eyes of the spirit to discern that. 
to perceive that, to see that, to understand that. And this is what I'm asking that we pray for to the Lord today. It's what I'm asking for the, us to pray to the Lord for today because things are about to happen. Things are about to change. So we need to be found on the right side. We need to be found on the right side. And we must never in our lives allow the spirit of Antichrist to dictate or control or manipulate how our Lord is to be worshipped. Never. Because that's the very same thing that Antichrist will do in Jerusalem. He will dictate how they worship God. Because Bible says he will sit in the temple of God and make himself as God. The man of lawlessness, the son of perdition, will do that. Do you think that his very spirit, the, the operational spirit of Antichrist, will do anything lesser? No, his desire is to sit in the temple of God as God. Those who are the Lords would not have it. Would not have it. Would not have it. I'm burdened in my spirit. I'm burdened in my spirit. Men must rise. To defend the honor of God. Men must rise to defend the truth of God. Maybe it is you that God has chosen to do such a work. Maybe it is you. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it is you that he has chosen to be a prisoner of the gospel, to be a slave of the gospel. Things are about to change. And we must be more bolder than before, more courageous than before. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as lions. as bold as puppies, lions. We must be bold. We must be courageous. The time is now. The time is now. I want us to pray and ask the Lord to help us. To help us. There's coming a time very, 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 very soon from now. Where man will be keeping. It's coming. It's coming. 
must be ready. Jesus said, be faithful even unto death and I'll give you the crown of life. We're going to pray. Alright? We're going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Hear praise. Hear praise. This morning, O oh Lord, as we pray to seek you, hear us from heaven. I pray. Give us from heaven. Give us from heaven. Give us from Heaven, from heaven, from heaven, oh. 